Hey everyone, BT here. You're about to listen in on a conversation that David and I had recently about the importance of thinking for yourself and standing up for what is currently happening in our country. People are being silenced. People who are very, very important in their field are being taken down from YouTube for comments around vaccines, around mandates, around all different sorts of things. And it really is quite interesting when you stop and consider that that is an erosion of our amendment rights. So like David will say in this episode, if we start giving these up piece by piece, we will never get them back. So I I think this is a really powerful and it's a very impactful conversation and uh, I hope you get a lot out of it because I know I did and like I said we're not here to change anybody's minds we are here to make sure that everyone thinks for themselves and finds the information that they need that's going to allow them to speak their truth. Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Yeah, man. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm surviving. Not necessarily thriving just yet, but I'm surviving after a long uh, holiday hiatus. It's good to be back in the uh, full throttle seat here. And uh, we're going to battle with the cron. Yeah, a little bit, a little battle. We, him and I went to battle with it and it wasn't uh, not great. Not super no. fun. The energy, the energy level is a little low. So I'm hoping that uh, the topic of conversation today is going to bring it right to the forefront and it's going to, it's going to, I'm going to have a healing today. You're going to have a healing. Yeah, okay. I'm going to have a healing today. So yeah, you actually, I'm going to give you the lead on this one because this is something you had uh, approached me about late last week. And you said, you know, I really want to talk about this because you know, being an individual like yourself who's influential in your own right and your podcast is is a, is a big deal and people listen and, and you know, they, they take what you say very, very seriously. Um, you had approached me about some conversations that you've been listening into and some deep dive studies about what's going on in our country. And I think that, you know, as, as much as we as much as we would hate to admit it, there's some there's some cracks in this country, yeah. clearly. And we want to we want to bring light to that. So why don't you go ahead and dive yeah, yeah, in? Yeah. So, you know, last week we had. Uh, 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 Brett Weinstein and Heather hanging on, and it Such was a great get. Yeah, it was oh, great. And God, they're so amazing. Like that podcast is getting so many views. Oh Jesus, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But um, the the thing is, is that you know, for a long time now, it's been very obvious to me that there's something off. There's something very off. And, and here's here's one of the biggest tells about this because if you look at our history in our country, yes, there's been times where we've had censorship before, but not to the degree that we're currently experiencing it. And if there was, if there was, if there was no fear around the idea, like if something was completely not true, like it had no weight whatsoever, you wouldn't see this censorship because the truth would totally overpower the bullshit and uh, you wouldn't see it. But the fact that it, and this has been going on for some time now, and I've been really watching closely because the narrative that is going on about, about COVID, about vaccines, uh, about safety, all this stuff, you can see where the, the, the traditional media is making up stories, blowing out of proportion. If you, if you start to look into a lot of the things that they're saying, you actually see that they're lying. Uh, and then slowly but surely, 
there were people that started coming forward that had tremendous credibility that were saying some pretty terrifying things about what they believe is actually happening. So I'm going to give people resources to go check this out for themselves. Now, I'm not claiming to know the truth either way, but what I am saying is that we need to remember that we need to think for ourselves, not to just accept any narrative across the board. And I think it's very dangerous whenever we accept any narrative without doing any research to verify what it is that we're being told is actually true. What we do know is true is that uh, the government has lied to, to citizens many, many times. We know that the top vaccine companies um, literally uh, um, have criminal behavior in their background. I mean, that's 100% true. The lawsuits for covering up information and telling the public things that weren't true is in the billions of dollars for all for all of the companies that are putting vaccines out and it 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 makes one think you know what i think i need to do research to make sure that what i'm hearing is is true and and what do we do you know how how do we look at that because here's the here's the problem the opposite side is not being broadcast uh, in a way where everybody can easily access the information. And, and I was actually kind of shocked about how many people that I had talked to um, over, over the last, I would say the last year at least, that had no idea that there was other information even out there. Like they're completely oblivious to the idea that there was anybody even saying anything different because things are being pulled off YouTube. People are being kicked out of off of Twitter, out of Facebook, uh, off Instagram. Like their voices are being silenced. They're completely being removed. Um, they're discredited to the nth degree. And if you look into it, you find out that some of these individuals are some of the most credible people that we've ever had in the medical community. These people were rock stars in their own right. Uh, before any of the, this COVID stuff hit. They were highly respected, highly regarded doctors and scientists and, and stuff. And that they're not just saying something. And this is, what, this, is what really, this is what really piqued my interest. When I started hearing that there was a different side to this story and they could quote and cite published peer-reviewed medical literature that any one of us can go look at. And then you go look at it and you find out that what they're saying is actually true. It's in the literature. You know that there's something wrong. You know that, that you see, because it's, it's very hard to tell. Is everything that they're saying true? Are they shading it? Are they exaggerating? You know, because everybody does stuff like that to some degree. But what, what, out of the information that they're giving you, what's important, what's true, what's not true. And when I started looking into the things that I'm going to recommend people go look at, I was shocked. I was really, I was really shocked. But I, was, I, I wasn't shocked in a way where I can't believe this is, this is happening type of a thing. It's, it's, it's a bit shocking when you find out how egregious it is. Now, I'm, yes, I am telling you, obviously, you, by listening to this, you could tell which way I'm, I'm leaning with what I believe. I am still, though, in the place of doing investigation, looking at, at information on 
multiple different sides, listening to different people. I'm trying to get to the truth. And I'm trying to get to the truth because I don't like the direction that our country is going in. It's extremely serious. Uh, and I'm not talking just about the vaccines or just about COVID um, uh, or in even just about the mandates. I mean, the, the, the idea is that we're so divided and we're in such, um, we are in such a situation where we are not listening to each other and we're not coming together for the greater good of all. It's very obvious that one side is trying to win over the other and that there's an agenda there. And I'm not saying which side. I mean, what, what I'm saying is I'm going to give everybody some information today and I want them, like if they're interested in this, go look for yourself. Go listen to the information and then do the research yourself and make your own conclusion. But I don't think we're in a situation where we can just let this pass. I think that it, as many people as possibly can, like if you love, if you love this country, if you, and here's the other thing, T. One of the things that's really kind of freaky about this is that this is taking place in basically all the free countries, all the democratic countries of, of the world. Yeah, so it's not just isolated to our country. Yes. The, the, one, the one thing, the one reason it's not as bad here is because in our constitution we have freedom of speech. The other countries don't, which many people don't know, like Australia, Canada, I believe the UK. Freedom of speech is not in their Constitution. Interesting. So I had speak. no idea. Yeah. So that's why they're having lockdowns. That what that's why Australia is putting people in camps. That's why they're that that's why it's a more totalitarian response in those countries. The pushback in those countries is unlike anything that we've ever seen when it comes to something uh, um, of this of this content. In other words, we haven't really seen anything like this probably since World War II. Okay, it, the the riots that are happening in Germany, the protests that are happening in Germany, the UK, uh, uh, Australia, it, it is like there's thousands of people going talking about how how against human rights what's happening is, but we're not seeing it in the United States, which is a really really weird thing. I talked about this a little bit with Brett Weinstein and Heather Hayne. Like, why is it that we're not seeing this pushback in the United States? And I think part of it is that, number one, people in the United States, we've had it good for so long here. We don't know what it's like to have to fight for our freedom. I don't know what it's like to have right. to fight for our freedom. Nor I. Right? I, I was born in, in the mid-60s on the other side of World War II. I only know the stories. Right. Although I think I'm a little closer to those stories than anybody that's in the current generation. However, with every subsequent generation, the further you're getting away from having to fight for your rights, the less real it is in your mind that they could actually be taken away. And what we're seeing is that they are be they are being taken away. But it's happening so slowly that people aren't really paying attention to the idea that there's anything nefarious that's actually going on. And then you're, you know, of course, the moment that you start saying nefarious, people are like, oh, you know, you're a, you're a, uh, uh, what's the word? I'm it's conspiracy. I mean, yeah, it's conspiracy. conspiracy theorist. You're feeding the flames. It's not that yeah. big of a deal, but you're basically the, you're the frog in the pot. It's yeah. just slowly getting heated up over time and you pay no mind. You're just enjoying the soak. That's exactly the metaphor. You're a frog, yeah. in the, you're a frog in the pot. hundred percent. You know, the, there is, there is um, uh, an idea that 
if you if you slowly drip something onto society and you you only give one narrative that society will slowly accept it until it's too late here's the problem with this this is why this is so dangerous and this is why people need to pay attention once we lose our rights you're not getting them back so if there's anything that we know that's historically true is that when governments take away the rights of people they never get them back it only goes in a really bad direction what, what, to me, one of the things that's extremely frightening is that this is happening in every first world country around the world. Um, it's, it's a totalitarian mindset. It is taking away people's rights. It is pushing the idea of a, of a social justice uh, uh, type of uh, mentality where people literally are going to end up with social scorecards, okay? That's what these vaccine mandates are moving to. And a few months ago, it would have been like, oh, that's, you know, that's, that's, it's craziness again, right? But the truth is, is that's what's happening in other countries. That's where they're going with this. So you can't do anything without the vaccine card, okay? We now have that in New York. I think we, I think they're trying to do it in Chicago. I think they're trying to do it in L.A., where you can't even go into a restaurant unless you have a vaccine card. card. If you're a five-year-old kid, they can't even get a vaccine. The kid can't come in because they're not vaccinated, right? I was just in Vermont, and I was was doing a little R&R in Vermont over the holidays. It's a place that I, I love to go. It's gorgeous up there. And they're the, the it's I think I've heard I heard this I think people need to check it out because I don't know if it's true but some I heard somebody say that it was the most vaccinated state in the country regardless of that uh, everything is vaccine up there and mask so there were a couple of times when I was driving that I had to get gas and forgot to put my mask on when I walked into a gas station and I mean it was like jumping over the counter, like craziness, the response, people yelling at the top of their lungs, mask, mask, wow. right? And here's what, here's the wild thing. Cause, cause we did, I did a road trip. So that was, it was like that in Vermont. It was like that in New York. The moment I got into Pennsylvania, nobody even had a mask on. So we're seeing this divide, sure. right? Like it's, it's, it's so wild. And I mean, we're in North Carolina and you hardly ever see anybody with a mask on here in North Carolina. No, not at all. So there's a, there's a very, very divided message that's going on. And that division, if, if a person gets locked into the bias just because everybody else is doing something, that's dangerous. My whole job is not to tell people how to think, but to get them to look at different opinions, to, to educate themselves, to make decisions. So there's a couple of places for people that they can start, they can start looking um, the first one is there's an interview with Joe Rogan and Dr. Peter McCullough. It's episode 1747. And McCullough is, he is the most, he is the most published doctor in history. Uh, he is highly regarded, very well respected. Although like if, if you would have went before um, uh, COVID, you probably wouldn't have found hardly anything negative about this guy. But now because he's talking about what's actually going on in his opinion, they're trying to, they're literally trying to take his medical license away from him. 
right? So how do you go from being one of the most respected doctors in the world, okay, contributing to science through publications and all different kinds of really great practices to being, being a doctor where they actually want to take your medical license away. And, and he talks about why. He talks about what he knows. He talks about what he believes is, is actually happening right now. And then the next one is Dr. Robert Malone. It's episode 1757 um, on Joe Rogan. Okay, now both of these you have to watch on Spotify. Okay. Uh, Malone just came out a week ago, I think. And... It's the, the the last I heard, it had over 50 million views. Correct. It's like one of the biggest episodes Spotify's ever had. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The things that these two gentlemen are talking about, if they're true, is something that there's, if, if it's true, literally hundreds of thousands of people could be at jeopardy because of true misinformation, right? So once I started to, to look into what they were saying and I realized, and I fact-checked, I fact-checked things that they were saying myself and I found out what they were saying was true. Now you got to do your own fact-checking. Don't, I'm telling everybody, don't believe me. Absolutely do not believe me. Just do the work yourself. Go look, make up your own mind. I Listen, if somebody came to me and said, David, you're wrong, and here's why you're wrong, and they could show me why I'm wrong, I'm happy to be wrong. I'm totally happy to be wrong, okay? I don't have a bias on this either way. My whole life has been about getting to the truth. That's all I care about. I want to know the truth. And I happen to love my country. I don't want to see the deterioration of our country. I love people on both sides. I've been on both sides right. of, of the party myself. I have some conservative views, and I have quite a few liberal views. Um, I, I like to look at the issue, not the, not the, not the picking side type of a, of a belief. So it caused me to, to, to do even more investigation on this. And this is, this is where I'm, I'm currently at. Now, I happen to be a fan of the Valuetainment podcast with Patrick Bet David, who has uh, a number of different podcasts, but, but he has one that's currently still on YouTube with Robert Kennedy Jr. and Alan Dershowitz, okay? Two very well-respected individuals, and they're having a debate over vaccines. It's probably the one of the most educational podcasts I've ever listened to because the information that Robert Kennedy Jr. is actually bringing to the table, and, he, and, and one of the things I like about Patrick Dittman David is that he post edits these podcasts where he brings up in sites the actual documentation of what somebody's saying if it's true or if it's not true. It's no problem bringing you know saying no this is bullshit right. He brings up all this information and both Alan and Robert Kent and Alan Dershowitz who's, who's supposed to be debating him, uh, but really the I should say the debate is more on the constitutional side of vaccine mandates versus the information within the idea of the vaccines themselves and what those companies can and cannot do. They both actually agreed on that. And they bring up and cite the documentation in the podcast. I love that when they do that, right? Because that's the, that's the, that's the, the government information sure. on these things. Sure. And the things that I found out about vaccine companies, I had no idea. 
You know, like I did not know that they don't have to do a placebo group to test these things. There, they, there's a, was a law written in years ago that they can't be sued. Wow. Right? That's not something that's just new. They can't be held accountable if they hurt anybody with vaccines. So when you listen to how Robert Kennedy lays this out, including Alan Dershowitz, it, it's, it's, making, it's making the information that's coming to the table much more viable to be true because there is very little oversight when it goes into something like this, on top of the fact that the companies that are, that are creating and, and producing the vaccines are some of the most felonious, I think, is, is that the right sure, word, right? Sure. So, so they have, they all have felonies. Yeah. And they all have a, uh, some of the biggest fines ever given to companies in history. Nobody going to jail, but they killed hundreds of thousands of people. And it was proved that they lied, that they, that they covered up information, that they removed information, that they changed reports in order to bring medications to, um, to the public. So that's not, I mean, that's there. That's, that's public record. Right. And it's all of them, right? So there's a reason. There's a reason to say, is what they're saying true or not true? There's a reason to actually do the homework on sure. this. There... The other thing is, is that it's very suspicious that, you know, when the vaccine first came out, I'm like, cool, great, they got something. And then the things, we found out things that they were telling us are not true. They went from telling us that these vaccines were like 85% effective and that you wouldn't spread it and all this stuff. And then we find out that they're not and that you need vaccine after vaccine after vaccine and they lose their effectiveness, you know, in three to six months and that you can still spread it. And they're, they're arguing in the Supreme Court. Last week, the, the, there's, a, there's an argument currently in the Supreme Court to stop the mandates with companies that are over 100 people or more. And I was listening to the arguments. It was a little over three hours, and I listened to the whole thing. And what's fascinating about this is that the information that some of the justices have is completely wrong. I mean, it's information that everybody knows is wrong, not just people who believe one side or the other. Uh, I think it was Sonia Mayor said that um, uh, there were over 100,000 kids in hospitals and many of them on ventilators. And, and this is last Friday. And if that's wrong, it's completely wrong. So you can see that they're, that they're getting information that is being pushed by some media outlet of some kind, and they're running it without any fact-checking. And we have people that are arguing, why should we not do these mandates? But when it goes up against something that is that egregiously wrong, it sounds ridiculous. And they made it sound ridiculous. If you go and you listen to that three-hour argument, I think anybody would be kind of shocked if they actually knew the true numbers. Because even people that are on the opposite side of this, where they believe the vaccines are great and the masks are great and they should do all of this stuff— you can't deny that the things that they were saying are completely wrong. That's not the situation. So is there anybody that checks the Supreme Court in those I don't situations? Know. So that yeah. I don't know. It's so interesting to me that that information, I mean, clearly the Supreme Court gets their information where they get their information, but she came out with something that was clearly not accurate, right. yet there's nobody who can call them on that and say, hey, by the way, 
what you just said is not truthful. Right. But here's the thing. It was all over the news afterwards. Oh, I'll bet. Like the news stations yeah. were picking it up like crazy. Sure. That they had the wrong information. The thing is, is they're not arguing so much the efficacy of the vaccines. They're arguing the constitutionality of, ma- of whether mandates are okay. And the argument, I didn't, again, this is something I didn't know when I heard the argument as being presented by OSHA, because Congress put OSHA in charge of this. The fascinating thing about it is that there is, it, there is no logical sense behind the idea of why they're doing this. None whatsoever. The numbers are in favor of not doing it because, so it's kind of like this. So the idea is OSHA needs to protect people from certain things that are dangerous within the workplace. So now they have the situation where they're claiming the unvaccinated people are the things that are dangerous in the workplace. But we, all, we now know that the vaccines for so many people aren't working and, and if they get uh, if they get it, which they can get it, even with sure. the vaccine, they can also spread it. So, so that to me, it's like that makes it irrelevant because right. the numbers of people that have breakthrough cases, are, it's through the roof. I mean, we now know that it's a very common thing. Sure. Where they first said it was just like, oh, it's very, very rare. No, it's not rare. I mean, the number of people that I know that, that have gotten it, that have been vaccinated, like most of the so, people. Exactly. Most of the people I know who have had it were vaccinated previously. Exactly. So the argument is that, that they need to protect the vaccinated people from the unvaccinated people. And that's this war that's starting to build, right? Uh, the, and, and, the, and they're taking people that aren't vaccinated and they're making them like evil, evil people. There's people saying that they should be destroyed. There's people saying that they should never get medical treatment because they're not vaccinated. They don't have a right to any medical treatment. The country's trying to ostracize, well, not every, I shouldn't say the country, people in the country are trying to ostracize unvaccinated people because they've made a choice and they literally think how dangerous these people are when the truth is, is that they're, they're probably not that much more dangerous than somebody who's vaccinated because the vaccine isn't doing shit for people, uh, especially now with Omicron. Like, I mean, everybody's getting the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I heard, I mean, from from the lips of our sitting president, I heard maybe it was a week or so ago, he was talking about how um, really it was a condescending talking down to, or at least that's how I interpreted it, to people who were not vaccinated, taking up beds in hospitals and putting everybody else at risk because you chose to not get vaccinated and now you're taking up a bed for someone who deserves it. And to me... To hear our sitting president say that at the time, I, I, I felt really, really sad for the direction of our country that we've taken. And I don't, this isn't a Trump thing. This isn't a Biden thing. This isn't any of that. This is just a human conversation and being talked down to because you require medical attention, but because you're not vaccinated, you're considered less than. I could not believe in the way he was yeah. saying it was so childish and immature in my opinion and I just could not believe that that was coming out of our president's mouth because like him or not he is our president I respect the president I respect the office of the president the position of the United States but when you start doing that thing it's just another way that we are divided this unprecedented division that you spoke about at the very beginning of this it it when you have situations where they're trying to take away your first amendment right and it's crazy to think that something like 
the freedom of speech is what's protecting us right now from what is going on in the other parts of the world. Like you said, if you give any piece of that up, it's slowly going to erode even further and then they're going to take more and more and more. And before you know it, then we are in a completely perilous situation where other countries find themselves in. Yeah. It blows my mind. Yeah. And, and to think that, and then there's the whole thing about vaccine injury, which I'm not going to go in too deep. I think you have to do the research on it, but the, but, but the numbers that are starting to come out that people are being, are being injured by vaccines, it's startling. It's really startling. Um, uh, and there, and and I, you know, I actually don't have anything other than the what I'm giving you today, but you need to go do your research on that also. So let me let me just uh, give the rest of these out. So um, uh, Patrick Beck David has taken and moved to Spotify some of his episodes because they're being taken down off YouTube. Okay, one of them is a another episode with Doctor Malone where he fact checks him. I highly recommend you watch both the episodes of Joe Rogan with jo- with Robert Malone and with Patrick Bet David because they're there even though there's some similarities there's a lot of differences in it and Malone talks about things that are in my opinion very crucial to understand and I love that Patrick uh checks him like he checks to find out if what he's saying is bullshit he is very tight on this uh, then there's another episode um, it's, it's episode 484 on Spotify with Robert Kennedy Jr. And this was done a little bit over a year ago where he goes even deeper into vaccine regulation and what's going on. Robert Kennedy Jr. is not an anti-vax guy, even though people say he is. He is a safety guy. Right. His whole career in, in law has been like in the environment and safety protocols. And, and he goes after companies that are violating things that make us unsafe. That's his whole issue with the whole vaccine, vaccine thing. Like the, the history of the egregious lies about things that these companies have brought to the public, covering up information, not just with vaccines, but with medicines, is I like I had no idea when I started looking into it and I saw these companies have actually committed felonies and they're still in business and they're still allowed to bring this these medicines to the public and nobody's allowed to question them but they have billions of dollars in fines because of the things that they did and it's not just one it's all of them I started thinking to myself there's something seriously wrong with that where else where we tolerate that. You wouldn't. I mean, we, we don't. You wouldn't, know. We don't see people. We don't see that happen with people. We no. don't, not for the most part. Uh, and we don't see it happen with other companies, but it's kind of like these guys get a pass for some reason. And then you get to hear him talk about how these companies have a financial interest in the, the CDC and the FDA and the HIH. Like they're all... They're connected in funds and grants in order to push this, that, and the other. And then, of course, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s book, The Real Anthony Fauci, that'll blow your mind. It'll absolutely blow your mind. Now, again, let me say this. I'm not saying to believe what I'm anything that I'm mentioning about this stuff is true. What I'm saying is that it's very interesting information that I think we need to know because the only way that we can make up our minds is by knowing both sides of the stories and then deciding for ourselves. What scares me 
what, what is really terrifying is that we're currently in a country where people are just accepting what the media says, either side, and they're not actually finding out for themselves what's true. So they're, they're allowing themselves to be manipulated by media, and we all know that, I mean, journalism has been dead here for a long time. This, this is, they make up the news daily, sure. right? Um, that if you don't do your homework on the things that are important, you're trusting companies that notoriously bend the truth and tell outright lies to make up your mind. Yeah. And that's frightening because right now, here's what's at jeopardy, people's lives and the standing state of our country and the other free countries in the world. Sure. That is what's at stake. If we lose our rights, it's only going to go down a horrific road. Never in history have we seen any country that loses its rights go down a good road, right? Yeah. Historically, it is awful. So I don't know if there's anything you want to add to that, but the idea is, is, is do your homework. I think that, that you said it. You said it best. I mean, we are in this position where you do have a platform with which you're able to speak and you're not here to change people's minds. I love that you've reiterated over and over and over again, think for yourself. That's really what we're, we're trying to do here. Um, you know, when we've put out information like this in the past, you know, we've been lambasted for not checking our facts for not, you know, sure. not being accurate. And, and, and we should, and, and we should. hundred percent. We are fully prepared to look at every single thing that we said. And when we make a mistake, we, we back it up. We, we, we say, you know, we, we've dropped the ball on this one, but the truth of this is, is that you're not trying to sway anybody one way or the other. You are basically just saying, take a moment and think for yourself because right now there's a lot going on in this world and a lot of it isn't good. And if it, you know, it smells like fish and looks like fish, it looks a little fishy. So uh, there's just certain things that are happening right there. But just to go, go back on what you were saying earlier, just to kind of wind this down, just a quick on the five fact check, you were correct. Vermont is the number one vaccinated state in right. the union. Uh, 78% of their, of their population is vaccinated. That's a high incident. So I'm not surprised that you know, they were so militant towards you when you were up there. Mm -hmm. If you forgot something as, as uh, trivial as a mask, when in actuality, if you do do some research, the masks really don't stop anything unless it's a high-end uh, mask. Yeah, and the like majority spit. Like yeah, spit. That's, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really it. it. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that I love that you reiterated over and over again, think for yourselves. We're going to link to all of those episodes that you did mention as part of your research into this. And, um, you know, as we walk off on this, I hope that people will take some time to listen to these episodes. I know I listened to several of them. I'll go through the rest of them as well, just to kind of give myself um, a little bit more of an understanding on both sides of the argument, because like you said, this country is worth fighting for. And that's where we're at right now. We are in a, it's a, it's a battle of, it's a battle for the ages and we really need to start speaking up. And you know, there's a chance that people can be silenced. People get pulled down from YouTube. People get pulled down from podcasts. We just want to make sure the more people that are sharing this, the more people that are talking about it and having civil conversations, not I'm right, you're wrong. Let's, let's go the whole, toe to toe. The whole basis of our, of our constitution and, and our country has been that we can have civil debates, discuss the issues. Yes. And we've got something that's absolutely terrifying when 
every channel that people use in order to get information out is being controlled by companies that are deciding what can be said and what can't be said. And I do understand the argument, T, about misinformation can cost lives, right? I, I completely get that. Sure. But when you start to look into what they're saying is misinformation and you find out that that's not true, that it's not misinformation, you start to understand there's a narrative that's being pushed. And then, it, then it's like, well, why is a narrative being pushed? If this is actually true and they're calling it misinformation, why? There's, there's a reason why. And we need to think about that because this is the first time we, there's not another platform to tell the other story. Right. So how, I mean, that is in itself is dangerous. Sure. Even if we didn't have this situation, that would be extraordinarily dangerous. It's one of the reasons why in our Bill of Rights we have a, a free and public media. Yes. You know, that was the reason that they kept the media as part of our culture so that the, that there was an independent source of information saying, hey, guys, this is either true or this is not true. Now you guys decide what you want to do. Right. Right. But now that's been corrupted to the point where they're going to be like, we're only going to let you know what we want you to know. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. not good. Yeah, that's scary. Well, this has been a really good conversation. I appreciate you for bringing it to us and we'll uh, hopefully get some good feedback in the comments below. Right on, man. All right. Thanks, David. All right. All right. there you have it everyone thank you so much for tuning in to this very important episode remember david stressed over and over and over again the importance of thinking for yourself we are not here to sway anyone's opinion about this very very tenuous topic one way or the other we're just here to provide a platform for david to be able to speak on what he sees and he observes because he is all about successful mindset and in order to have a successful mindset you have to have a view of all things that are going on and he does that masterfully please do us a favor, leave some comments down below. Let us know that you're checking out and sharing some of the information that David provided on this podcast and that what, what we are doing in this country is to make our world a better place. And we want to do that through truth. That's what we're all about here. We're all about the truth. So uh, do us a favor, ring that bell and be sure to check us out on the next Successful Mind Podcast. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.